It's the live action remake of The Little Mermaid, the famous classic from 1989. Um, this time, of course, Halle, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, but Halle Bailey. Oh my gosh, every time yes. somebody says her name, I struggle yes. because we'll all I can you think off. of is. That's exactly. Exactly. Berry. But Halle <laughs> Bailey uh, plays Ariel. She so, looked beautiful in the. She um, is. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She looked absolutely. Um, and I've heard that her voice was. So you'll have to tell me your review, but I've heard yes. her voice is beautiful as well. Her in, voice in is amazing. Um, she, okay. Her voice, uh, her, she's got the chops to do it. For me, the bar was going to be a little low because I wasn't sure how the movie was going to do. Because again, I'm like everybody else going, oh my gosh, another, another remake, another live action remake to a movie. Do we really need this? But guess what? Beauty and the Beast made over $500 million. You people keep going to see them. Disney's like, y'all complain if you want, but we're going to keep making them because you keep going to watch the movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're making money here. And they made money with this one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Welcome back, Jen. Aw, thanks, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Wait, who sang last week? I don't think anybody sang last week. Oh, it's nobody just, sang just, last week. That's, that's yeah, it was just disturbing. Me. It was just Whatever. me. I couldn't, I couldn't superimpose your voice in because I didn't want to confuse people. The people are okay. like, this is, there's just Jen here, but I just heard Jen. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to confuse anybody. If yeah. you hear that sound in the background, I apologize. I'm recording in my little office here and there's people, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of the afternoon. Usually we record a little earlier than this. In the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. there are people with weed eaters and lawn, lawn leaf blowers in our, in our yards of our neighborhood doing so the often. lawn work and stuff. So yes. <laughs> This is what we pay HOA for, our landscaping fee, which is like $150 per quarter, even though we have a little postage stamp of a yard that I literally could go out with scissors and cut our yard in, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe? Really, it's just pine straw <laughs> in our it's, it's ridiculous. But hey, got to pay the HOA. Jen, hey. how did you Disney this week? Wait, am I still allowed to use that I just got back from? Probably not. You can say not. that, but we're going to talk about your trip in depth in, gonna, a, little, yeah, in a little while. Okay, but, okay. Uh, you know. Um, that's a, I mean, that's a great question because that is technically how I did it, but okay. I'm going to show this one because I use my pen cup every day and this mm-hmm. is a vintage Minnie Mouse mug. Look at this. Oh, I see it. I see it. See it? Nice. She's sitting on the handle. Look and at that. Let me see if I can, uh, if I can get my hand <laughs> if there. If you're watching on it. YouTube, it's coming in and fading in and out. It's like fading in and out. But we'll, um, we'll put it on the so website. Yeah. What well, we can see if, yeah. with the show notes. We'll, we'll get a picture cool. of it and see that. So very it's nice. Cool, cool. Very nice. I watched Encanto about four times this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's a good so movie. The kid it's a good to watch movie. It. Well, the kid wanted to watch it. And it's like early morning when he gets up at early in the morning because here's the thing he's out for school. And right. um, we have him in summer summer classes for certain things, certain therapies he's doing. Uh, but mm-hmm. overall, a lot of times he's, uh, he's in the mornings. And so, especially on weekends, when my wife, my wife and I take turns every weekend, we take turns. Like this sure. past weekend, I slept in. Last weekend, she slept in. Memorial Day, we kind of take turns, you know, sleep in yeah. as long as you want. Around noonish, it is time to get up. But, you know, if you want to sleep in a little longer, that's fine. So right. typically, I've found that when it's my day to sleep in, he will tr- wake up. Mm-hmm. Usually early morning, well, early to mid morning. Like okay. he lets me sleep a little bit, he lets her sleep a little bit, and then he makes noises <laughs> and whatever until about like nine o'clock or something. And then I'm like, 
it's nine. I mean, I guess I can go back to sleep. I'm just kind of laying there, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I don't even get a full night's sleep. When it's my turn to get up with him and Steph's turn to sleep in, he's up at 5.30, 5.45, 6, 6.30. I'm like, Do you think he knows that me? it's your day? Possibly. You- it's very possible. He lo- he is a daddy's boy. He loves hanging out with dad. He loves hanging out with daddy. Okay. And so in the early in the morning, we of course, we use the TV as a babysitter. Jen, you'll understand this because you have all your children in the agency. You know, I'm sure at our at our agency retreat, you'll just throw something on the video screen and be like, y'all just watch this. I'm going to go you know, get drinks for an hour or something. <laughs> Using the TV as a babysitter. <laughs> Wait, is that easy? So a lot of times during the day, we'll watch Thomas on TV. Thomas the Train, the episodes okay. and stuff. But early in the morning, we don't want to start about on Thomas at six in the morning because we don't do Thomas yeah. all day so we will let him pick a movie and either he will pick Inside Out or Moana or Encanto but these are good these are good movies these are good these are good so I got to see Encanto several times over the music is so good yeah. music in Encanto is yeah. so fantastic the movie makes no sense it just doesn't because nobody knows where this house comes from no and, and you watch it and, and Abula at the end she drops the candle and suddenly this house forms. There's magic. Or is it her sacrifice? Is it her grief? I don't know. I'm like, it just, we go into this movie. Everybody just assumes that everybody has their own powers. And it's a tragedy that, that Moana didn't get a, I'm not Moana, that uh, Mary Moana. Didn't get, <laughs> her too. She didn't get a power. That Mary Bell didn't get a power. And it's like, I, I need a little backstory here. I mean, I need a little, little I, I feel like I need more than just, okay, guys, this is what's happening. And it's a great storytelling device. They just tell us, here's how this works. And they all have powers, and you should accept it. Watch the watch the movie. Oh, and little kids are like, "Yay!" And I'm like, I-, "I need to know why is why is Louisa so strong? How are we getting powers? Why is Bruno's been gone for literally ten years behind the walls of the house? I'm so confused right now." <laughs> it's a great movie. Like, wait, it sounds like Edgar Allan Poe though, behind the walls. It's, of the exactly. House. It's it's, it's like... a great. <laughs> it's such a fun movie, but I'm like, I I, I look at it from a critic's eye, and questions? I'm just like, you know, What's great movie, questions? but I have questions. I have so many questions. It's like when I watched Fast X. I have I don't so even many know questions. What that is. Oh, Fast and Furious Part is. Ten, even though it's the eleventh part in the series. I don't know what that is. Jen, you would not. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. To watch Fast X, you really don't even have to watch the rest of the movies. You could jump in on Part Ten. And that'd be actually, okay. It actually shows you fifteen minutes of Part Five, not six, seven, eight, or not, or the one we just finished, Part Nine, Part Five, to set up what happens in Part Ten. They actually retcon and add in digitally a character into that scenes of part five that wasn't in there part no. five before. Are you to serious? set up what happens? Oh, Jen, it is just, it's, it's asinine. <laughs> if I can use that word on this podcast, but did you? But did insane. you enjoy it? But did you? No, enjoy actually, it? I didn't. I did not. Oh, you actually I didn't so even many, enjoy it. Okay. I, I loved. I loved part five, part six, and part seven. Part eight and part nine. It kind of just went. And part 10, I feel like we have bottomed I'm sorry, out. But, but I mean, am I wrong that like really anytime we're getting over like a trilogy, it's starting it's to possible. stretch? It's possible. Am I right? Uh, but I got to tell you though, even if you don't watch one, two, three, and four, part five is a good movie. Part five okay. is solid. Part six is good. And part seven, part seven is right after Paul Walker passed away. Um, which okay. in these movies, by the way, he's still alive. The character is still alive. They, ah, they don't oh, show the They character. just recast him? They reference oh, him. They reference which is him. terrible okay. at this point because now we're three movies in. We haven't seen him. We've seen his wife and his kid in the movie. And you're like, he's a bad father. He never shows up for anything. <laughs> he doesn't show <laughs> up for parties. Every time the, the, the wife and the, and, the, um, and the kid shows up at parties and she's in danger, he's never there. I'm like, this character's a bad father. Let him die. Let his character die. Like it's it would okay. actually be better. It would actually be better. If well, just let the there's this scene go. at the end. Of, I can't believe we're talking about this on the Disney podcast. But there's a scene at the end of part seven where Brian, Paul Walker's character, and Dom, Vin Diesel's character, uh-huh. and, are in cars and they're kind of racing down a highway. And at the end of it, there's this uh, "When will I see you again?" "When I see you again?" Uh, by Charlie yeah. Puth and Wiz Khalifa. 
and it kind of does an aerial shot. One car goes one way, one car goes the other, and it's a it's a beautiful ending. It's like we're saying goodbye to our friend, and that's it. And okay. they really could have even in part eight, the villain could have been like, "I killed Brian," and that would have set up the whole villainous thing, whatever. They, they kept. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, I really don't. So <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk some travel and some Disney. How about that? <laughs> I could get on the subject of Fast X for and talk for a long time. Well, let's do a little bit of news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. As reported last week, the Star Wars Star Cruiser has come completely out on day one. By the middle of the afternoon, it was all gone. Nightmare for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I got in pretty oh. fast. Was able to get you my did. client done. I did for the first hour, and I was excited and not even understanding how bad it was for everybody else. Um, however, in you did. You got days, in quickly. I did. I got in, in an hour. I was done, and I actually called my client later on that day, and I was like, "Just want you to know." Almost like a self brag kind of thing, like a humble brag. Like, just want you right. to know, this is how lucky we got. And he was, you're kidding me. And I told him about that and as to what crazy it was. Well, reservations have opened up here and there. Um, people, I okay. think, were, were kind of booking as much as they could, or mm-hmm. like booking things, whatever, um, canceling out. And I think maybe some yeah. people are like, oh my gosh, we can't spend this much money. We, we put a deposit down, but now we have to back off of this. But now we have so to back some things out, are opening right? up. So if you want to start cruiser reservation, keep trying. Talk to your right. travel agent. Pick me, pick Jen, pick the Star, but talk to your travel yeah. agent. Keep trying. It might work. It may not. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that if you get it and you want it, hold on to it. Don't cancel it. Don't try to Correct. get something else, whatever, because they're going to be in limited supply. And there will be a point that things will not open back up again. Just so you know, it's just. Uh, yeah. it's just I mean, I kind of figured that this would happen, honestly. Like, I figured that they would. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it, it, they would open up a little bit, basically. Yeah. So, also, Run Disney has released their their theming for Princess mm-hmm. Half Marathon, which is really cool. And it's a very, I don't say vintage, but a very cool design for the princesses. A very modern kind of look it's for It's really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the 5K, and I'll run through the prices real quick. Now, just note, these prices go up about $10 or $15 each starting on December 12th. However, chances are you're not going to find any of these things available by December 12th. You're gonna, probably not going to find much of this available in July um, for registration because this registration goes fast. Uh, starting does. on June 20th is when it opens mm-hmm. up for the Princess 5K. It's $108 aerial um, mm-hmm. with a very pink design. And they're on the 10K, it's Rapunzel, which is a very purplish, yellowish design. I really love Rapunzel. I don't know Rapunzel. that I'm going to do the 10K. I want to, I but it's 151 to do for the uh, for the 10K. For the 13.1, which is the actual half marathon itself, it's 232. It's a Tiana design with the yellow and green. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Lu- Lewis in the back with the with the trumpets. Uh, looks really, really cool with Tiana. And if you want to do the whole challenge, do all of it. You the whole 10K, shebang. The, sh- the 10K, the 5K, the half marathon. Uh, it's the challenge medal. You get three medals, actually. You get the 10K, the half marathon, and mm-hmm. the challenge medal. You register for the Fairytale Challenge, which includes both races. Actually, take that back. It includes two races. The 5K is not included in the challenge. So if you mm-hmm. want all four medals, you have to do the 5K and the challenge itself. Um, yes, correct. For the Disney Fairytale challenge. It is going to be 389 for all three medals. That is the 19.3 mile challenge for mm-hmm. all three. And uh, they're early in the morning. You know, I want to do the 10K. I won't do it by myself because it's just too early to be by yourself. I want people around. I want people <laughs> to run with me if you're going to be that early. Um, Club yeah. Run Disney Golden Platinum registration begins June 13th. Yep. Registration for the common folk like us starts June 20th. Race weekend 20th. is February 22nd through the 25th. And Sunrise Yoga, which our friend Kyla, Kyla, Kyla has taken uh, taken part of and mm-hmm. loved it. Uh, Sunrise Yoga on the very first day. Registration is 117 or 116 and 19 cents. 
And now, the virtual I thought I saw that it was actually on the last day, which is odd, but is it not on the uh, 26th? I copied and pasted the information from the first day, but let's go find out real, real quick. I think I was, on the I was on the Red Disney website, and maybe I misread it, but I was like, really? Let's, see. let's find out the view details from the Princess Half Marathon weekend, which is coming up. It's very, very fun. Uh, let's see. You got the Princess, uh, Princess Yoga registration opening soon. And it says, um, oh, it is, it is the last day. We're like, it's isn't it the 26th. last day? It that, is. Okay. okay. So I feel like yeah. I, I copied and pasted. I feel like that was ending a relaxing ending to a magical weekend. It's happening on February the 26th. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I, I think know. I knew that. Nice. And only because I was looking it up because one of the things mm -hmm. I did this week was I, I started planning for our next agency retreat, which we right. are as an agency, uh, going to probably, at least this is the, the current plan, we are going right. to go over right, right. that weekend, and there's going to be a lot of stars participating in the Princess 5K. So, yes, I'm pretty uh, excited about that. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. So, it's just, I was just like, oh, like, this is the last day. This is odd. So, anyway, that was... Um, I love it. I love that. I and and honestly, I'm so. glad you said that because I really thought it was the first day. This is, and maybe they changed it today. I don't know. Uh, maybe we're breaking news. Who <laughs> I, I have no idea, but that's, I don't that's know. that <laughs> but is regardless. That is super cool. Also, earlier today, earlier today, literally an hour before we came on, Apple had their Apple Worldwide Developers Conference 2023, and this is when they're kind of announcing oh. a lot of new okay. product. And this isn't the the usual iPhone announcement thing. This is like their mm -hmm. their new things they're working on. They announced a new mixed reality headset that will be compatible with Disney Plus. Yes, oh, Apple Vision Pro. It's going to retail for thirty four ninety nine. Mm -hmm. um, it's basically like a like a headset you put on. It blends virtual reality and augmented reality into one product. Apple hmm. CEO Tim Cook says it's the first product you look through, not at. Into um, yeah, exactly. Bob Iger had came out, come out. Ooh. He was in attendance. He gave some unique content that would be made, made available for the platform. So things you'll only be able to see there. Now I'm envisioning like a headset you put on your head. It's a yeah. uh, it's a way like, that you can like use goggles or something. Yeah, well, it's something like that. You can use this as a personal way to arrange your apps, which can be which which can be placed in a physical space and expanded or shrunk to your needs. If you want the real world to fade away, you can also add an immersive landscape experience instead of the real world. Incredibly, and unlike competitors, those around you can see your eyes through the Vision Pro, giving you the ability to stay connected, which means I can see you versus just having the headset on. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a massive deal in the VR space as it stops users from being as locked out as they are in other headsets. So this sounds cool and also very scary and creepy. This is yes, really I don't, weird. I don't like. I'm not entirely sure how I feel, but like right. cool. Well, VR VR is, is interesting to me, but there's something about like even if I'm even if I'm at my house, at my house by myself, the whole house is mm -hmm. locked down. There's nobody home, mm -hmm. and I've got the VR headset on, and I'm walking through Disney World VR or whatever. Like the mm -hmm. fact that I can't see or hear anything going around me in the real world, which means anybody can can creep up on me as I'm standing. Yeah, there. it's just weird. I don't know that I like that. It's just it's it's very odd. Very odd. yeah. No, I I would agree with that. I I feel like that's what would freak me out because I like. To, like have my peripheral vision right. like yeah. even because yeah. i've got a virtual background on zoom mm -hmm. i don't actually love that right because i mean really the only person <laughs> coming up supposed to be brady but you know right right <laughs> well i can hear because i don't have the, the headsets over the, the earphones over my ears i can hear when right. my kid comes in or starts banging on the door or whatever so uh so yeah we need to get Derek frank on to talk about virtual reality he probably know a lot about this he we'll see him this does. week 
We'll see yes, him this we week. Yes, we will. We watch him all this weekend. I, I told him that I would try to monopolize his time, and he's like, that's absolutely fine. So very good. Um, <laughs> you have the ability. Let's talk a little bit about your trip, Jen. You went to Disney World last week for the first time, and God forbid you went in the first time in like three I months. Know, in like I, three months. I, I, was, I was praying for you. I, I knew you were struggling. It was very hard. hard. Thoughts and prayers. I know, I know, but uh, I'm glad you made it through. Hard. I'm glad you made it through. So um, let's talk a little bit about the trip. You stayed, of course, yeah. at Grand Flow. Um, some very... highlights of the trip. Well, let's ask you, tell me about Tron. Kind of give me the, mm, the inside yeah. of the trip. So, I mean, it was, it was a fabulous trip. First of all, we, it was um, for my birthday weekend, which my birthday yes. weekend is always right near Memorial Day. Just because mm-hmm. when I was born, it typically works out that way. So every right. year, basically, um, except for COVID, we, <laughs> we go COVID. to Walt Disney World. COVID is dumb. COVID mm-hmm. is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. So we went, um, and plus, because it's like a long weekend. It's just Brady doesn't have to take off that day off of work. So, right. and since, right. and we don't, what was shocking to me was Memorial Day, the crowds were. I saw pictures. It's like they it were non existent. Like, like, I don't want to say not, but basically, I, it was like a Labor Day crowd. It like was like, day. yeah. No, I was like, okay, this is mm-hmm. unexpected, but awesome. Um, it was super fun. We went down, uh, checked in Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, into the Grand Flow, of course, have a refurbished room again, because at this point, the Grand Floridian is mostly refurbished. The final outer building is um, that is being done is Sego Key, which is the one all the way in the back near the conference center and near Gasparilla's. Okay. And it um, reportedly, and it looks as if it's finishing up. So that one should be done sooner than later, which means all of the outer buildings will be done. And all that will be left is the uh, lobby. And I believe some of the concierge buildings are getting redone as well. Cause I don't think they redid okay. those yet. So um, that I'm, I don't know that they've given an exact, like, Oh, it's going to be done by fall, but. And these I are the Mary say, Poppins rooms are putting in or. The, yeah. Is, so this is okay. all Mary Poppins okay. theme with the beautiful, mm-hmm. it, it looks, it reminds me of like the decor and colors of Citrico's okay. the new Citrico's, which is um like a beautiful aqua, like tealy aqua color. And then like little touches of Mary Poppins throughout um, mm-hmm. just really clean and um, classy. Love, love, love those rooms. So it looked really good. Um, on first day, nice. I got to see Bluebird Gifting Company, Emily. Oh, fun. Save my hiney. Mm-hmm. Because I realized, so first of all, the first night I realized that, and I keep, okay, if you travel a lot, you probably do this. I have a toiletry yes. bag that I just leave packed, right? For the most part, yes. <laughs> yeah, I got for the most part. I mean, yeah. other, you you always yep. have to like throw in the toothbrush, right? Like replace the toothpaste occasionally. Like if you, like your sample of toothpaste runs out, Okay. Just you know, throw in new contacts, whatever. <sighs> um, I trusted that I had enough makeup wipes. And I looked mm. and I'm like, oh, well, I've got some makeup wipes. It's fine. Um, I opened the first one the first night, totally dried out. Totally dried out. I was like, are been you there. kidding me? I have been there, but I can't understand. <laughs> and they were individually wrapped. I'm like, I don't know. So I wet it down, but I'm like, this is not going to be workable. Um, and I went to go brush my hair. And guess what? I didn't have a hair brush. No brush. Because I forgot. To and you've got a lot of hair. I do have a so, lot of hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I and this was Wednesday night. So because we flew in, stayed at the Marriott at the airport, and then drove into Disney Thursday. <laughs> I sent a panic message to Emily. Um, do you have any time to stop and get me these things and drop mm-hmm. them off at the grand? 
Um, and Bluebird Gifting Company came in in a pinch and she sure got me everything beautifully packaged and it was mm-hmm. lovely. She saved my hind end. So again, all of your needs for deliveries, she's fantastic. She's so great. Um, she's but, so great. But in this case, because I, w- I happened to be like, over at the Grand when she stopped in to drop it off, I got to say hi to her. Nice. And then, which was lovely. I saw um, the picture and it's on our Instagram, the MSE, it is on, M- yes. the MSE podcast uh, on Instagram. Yes. You can see yeah, mm-hmm. Jen's and Emily's pictures together, which is really cute. So. And yep. Uh, big highlight for that day as well is we went to Magic Kingdom and I did get to ride Tron. Nice. Did you, did yes. you do it daytime and nighttime or only nighttime? I had did it daytime and nighttime. Fun times. I haven't done it yes. nighttime yet. I'm excited. Yes. So we, um, I did, we didn't want to fuss with the virtual queue because we, right. we had like dinner reservations. So we just mm-hmm. did individual lightning lane. Um, and that was one thing that we were so excited about. And we all know Heather's opinion on guardians is the best ride ever. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying like, you're going to be disappointed or not disappointed, but like, you know, it's right. It's a, right. It's a good ride, but right. it's not as good as guardians basically. Right. So don't compare the two. Like, okay. Um, we loved it though. Now I can't say it is as thrilling as Guardians. It is not like a, you don't. It's get a different ride. It's a it's different, different ride. It's, it's a whole different, different ride system. Yep. Okay, is is it as innovative of a ride system? I mean, no. I mean, it's still innovative mm-hmm. because it's right. a it's like the bike situation. Right. So totally innovative, but not not all the different movements that that Guardians does. Mm-hmm. But we really enjoyed it. Brady loved it. Like now he can get a little bit motion sick on guardians. So I think that sort of colors his opinion a little bit. He loved Tron and we requested front row. We waited for the front. Fabulous. Um, And then we did it. I think we did it four times total. And the uh, last time we made sure that we bought it at night, I requested the 9 p.m. you know return slot mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure that we got the evening. It was so cool because as we did the launch, the fireworks were going off. Nice. <laughs> that is a perfect timing. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, really was perfect timing. Now, now the difference say, is, mm-hmm. just, just to clarify, the difference yeah. is when you do virtual queue, you kind of are given a boarding group time. If you can't make the boarding group, go talk to a Blue Umbrella team. A lot of times, sometimes they can move you around. If maybe you have a dinner reservation conflicting mm-hmm. or like with our kid, we have a you know, special needs kid. There was something going on where we you know, we needed a little bit more time for him to, to ride a little bit later. Right. That's great. When you purchase with the individual lightning lane um, attraction, selection, whatever they're calling it nowadays, mm-hmm. um, you actually a lot of times can specify your time. Those times do sell out, but you can mm-hmm. kind of look and say, you know what? I want to ride this at 6 o'clock tonight. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it during the daytime. And you kind of scroll across and get it. And that's the, one of the main differences when you pay for it. That's one of the big ones. You yeah. have more purchasing power, more power to determine when you want to yes. do it versus just giving yes. a time to come back. So, yes. yes. Sorry, continue. I want to clarify. Oh, yeah. No. So um, I will say, and of course, I'm jumping around days, but just specifically yes. focusing on Tron, mm-hmm. we thought it was just really neat. The queue was neat. The experience was neat. Um, d- I'm glad we paid for it. The locker system was like worked really well yeah. and was really cool how they did it. So um, definitely was a two thumbs up from the Novotnys <laughs> like it. on this ride. So uh, the, the one ride, it, it's hilarious. You can see it's like, we're like, we decided we're going to do hands up. Like, how do you do hands up? It's more like right. hands out. <laughs> well, but you can lean back a little bit, actually, and like hold your you arms can. up and everything. You can. I oh, haven't yeah. done that. I'm going to try it next time, but you can, you we don't did, have to uh, be hunched over. So my brother-in-law basically was almost 
totally sitting upright because mm-hmm. he. That's awesome. Of course, the people behind you are like, "What the heck, man!" I'm like, dude, so, what are you doing? But um, it was it was fun. I I so, do yeah, want to try riding time. a little train car at the end, like a little little car. That, oh, for the, those, yeah, that's the, every disability other. or whatever. So yeah, I do want to try riding that one. Day. Just mm-hmm. just say that I've done it, just to ride it. Just but um, it, yeah, yeah. But so. it was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, other highlights from my trip: food, always food. We always got the food. new narc the new narcoosies. Uh, so their mm-hmm. new menu which was delightful. They also got rid of the tears on the inside, which have you ever, have you been to Narcusis? Yes. Yeah. It's, okay. It's been a long time, remember, but yes. Kind of remember how like upstairs. it had a step up. No, well, yeah. It's like a, it was levels because it was a dance floor. Right. There was a dance floor right. and everything mm-hmm. else while well, they leveled all of that out. Okay. Um, so the, where the bar was, the bar still is, but it's no longer like, you know, up, up in the down. center and then yeah, up and down. Right. So there's still that. And, but the menu was was delightful. We had great service. We got to see um, Happily Ever After dirt from mm-hmm. the, you know, they pipe in the and music. It's the first time you've everything. seen that since it's been back, I'm assuming. Since it's been back, yes. yes. Because yep. because it came back in April and we haven't right. been there. So, right. yeah. Did you um, cry? A little bit. I'm teared up. A little bit. Of course. Oh, of course. A little Maybe. <laughs> um, so it's, and we saw the Main Street, or the, oh my gosh, not the Main Street. <laughs> the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the um, electrical water pageant. <sighs> Love it. I Such love a hidden gem that people pageant. forget it about. Is. It's so great. Yeah. Um, it, we love the music from it. Brady's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the water pageant. And because I mean, he grew up watching it. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So that well, was, it's always that fun was when you're on the monorail or on the train or, or on one of the buses or the ferries or something and it's in the water and people don't know about it. What is mm-hmm. that? Oh, look at that. What is that? What? You know, it's just people yeah. are just flocking to the windows to see because it's mm-hmm. just this water pageant of light out in the middle of the water yeah. just floating around. It's really great. It's really great. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Um, I got to connect with some other friends. Uh, cast member uh, Lucy, who is wonderful. She's at the Magic Kingdom, currently working food service. If you say, mm-hmm. say hi, she's a sweetheart. Um, but I've I've known her for a long time, just from up here. She was college program, right. and so I got to. She had a day off, so I got to see her in Epcot one day. Fun. Um, which was which was super fun, and um, uh, Brady's sister and um brother-in-law were down there at the same time. So we got to do some meals with them, hang out, um, you know. So aside from that, we got to do the rides we wanted to do. Of course, Tower of Terror, one of our faves. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did What else did we hit up? Um, we did not. I, we were there like a week. And did we make it to Animal Kingdom? We sure didn't. We Crazy. made it to Magic Kingdom several times. We did Epcot several times. We did Hollywood Studios. And the one day we were going to go, we're just tired and we're like you know what we're gonna have a pool day today and that's what we did we had great weather we had a pool day we relaxed and and as annual pass holders after two o'clock you don't have to determine where you're gonna go you just go exactly which is there must have been a little bit of freedom in that too just going which Mm -hmm. sounds fantastic because you know up until now for a long time you've had to even if you just Mm -hmm. it's you know 2 30 you're like all right, let's see if we can find a park and go to it real quick. Even if it's sold out, mm-hmm. we'll go to this park, go in, and then leave and go over there. And, and so, then leave yeah, and go over there, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's it is nice because we just canceled our park reservation for the day and like, okay, if we feel like going somewhere tonight, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just go wherever we want. It doesn't yep. matter. We don't yep. have to have anything. I love that. Love it. So mm-hmm. love that's it. Great. Good trip overall, I, I assume. Trip, uh, yes. Great trip. I love you, watching you and Brady because you know you're just a fun little couple that's been married for for, for you know many many years. And, seventeen uh, years. birthday trip, seventeen years, and you guys are like a couple of teenagers just bouncing around the parks yeah. and having a good time, and you know, and and the kind of couple that's like, eh, we don't want a rope drop because we like sleep. We'll get there when exactly. we get there. 
you know? And, and, and <laughs> honestly though, because we don't feel pressure to get stuff done and it's like, so mm-hmm. I don't tour the way I tell my clients to tour because it's different. Right. I'm, I'm coming from a perspective of I've been a zillion times. I'm going to be mm-hmm. back, right. you know, but like I have my must do's and that's what we were like. Okay. If we plot this, right. So we got, we got like right on pirates both times. I think we laid less than 20 minutes because. Yeah. People are always asking, yeah. Jen, when y'all get into the park and I feel like you guys are Mr. Incredible in the Incredibles. We get there when we get there. Stop asking. Sometimes. I was like, why aren't you there? I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's funny. I can't wait to go back. It'll be probably November before I get to go back, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I'm crossing my fingers. I mean, it's what, six months? Oh my gosh, yeah, prayers needed. You know, I know I'm very lucky to get to go several times. I've already been twice this year, three times this year. I don't remember, mm. twice this year. And so I'm looking forward to going back in the fall when it's nice and cool and, yeah. and such. Uh, one thing you didn't get a chance to do, however, because you've been gone on vacation, was to watch the movie The Little Mermaid at the theater. That's correct. I did not. And so I kind of want to give a quick rundown of The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, directed by Rob Marshall. He's also the director of the movie Chicago. Uh, which won the Oscar early for oh, Best I Picture in 2002. Chicago. Here's his Disney connection. He also directed Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which is the fourth oh, one, I think. Is that third, the fourth, fourth one? one? Okay. Third one, fourth one. I don't remember. Whatever. Don't um, remember. He also directed Little uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, many I love other. That one too. Yeah, he's done several, but he's the director of those. And so he is directing okay, a, okay. a movie called The Little Mermaid. It's the live action remake of The Little Mermaid, the famous classic from 1989. Um, this time, of course, Halle, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, but Halle Bailey. Oh my gosh, every time yes. somebody says her name, I struggle yes. because we'll all throw I can you think off. of is. That's exactly. All I can think of is <laughs> exactly. Berry. But Halle <laughs> Bailey uh, plays <laughs> Ariel. She so, looked beautiful in the. She um, is. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She looked absolutely. Um, and I've heard that her voice was. So you'll have to tell me your review. But I've heard yes. her voice is beautiful as well. Her voice the, is amazing. Um, she, okay. her voice. Uh, her she's got the chops to do it. For me, the bar was going to be a little low because I wasn't sure how the movie was going to do. Because again, I'm like everybody else, going, "Oh my gosh, another another remake, another live action remake to a movie. Do we really need this?" But guess what? Beauty and the Beast made over $500 million. You people keep going to see them. Disney's like, y'all complain if you want, but we're going to keep making them because you keep going to watch the movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're making money here. And they made money with this one. Um, the big difference is basically is that you really dive into whole Ariel's whole family. Um, you don't see Ariel's mom, but King Triton is the dad. And he brings oh, everybody together. We didn't together. see Ariel's mom in the original either. So. Uh, probably not. Oh, well, I don't remember. I, no, we, I, no, the cartoon yeah, we never right. mentioned we the mom. We don't. No, we never um, see her. And they mentioned her in this one. I mean, the original movie is like 89 minutes. This is two hours and 15 minutes. So there's 45 minutes of extra stuff in this movie. Uh, We see the whole family and how Ariel keeps going to the service, keeps trying, keeps getting onto her. Of course, she does Part of Your World, which is a beautiful version of Part of Your World. Mm. It wasn't my favorite version. Her voice is so incredible. But for me, it's Jody Benson. I mean, but you're comparing against Jody Benson. And that was hard too because Melissa McCarthy is. Great as Ursula. She is wonderful. As I Ursula. heard she was really good. I can't separate Pat Carroll's Poor Unfortunate Souls from Melissa. McCarthy. Yeah. I just, it's in my mind, and other people can. I cannot. I'm like, I hear unfortunate souls. And I, I hear that. And I'm like, oh, I know. I love Pat Carroll. I just can't help it. I can't help it. Um, And so it kind of dives into a little more of a backstory of Eric, which I think is unnecessary. We hear Eric sing, which I think is also unnecessary. Oh, um, interesting. But overall, okay. the movie kind of dives a little more into the lore. It kind of takes what you see in the original cartoon and expounds each of the stories out a little bit. Hmm. Sebastian was played by actor Devin, uh, David Diggs, who is also in Hamilton. He was great. His Sebastian, oh. I thought, was spot on. I thought he was funny. I thought his accent was great. I thought Sebastian was well done. 
Flounder was Jacob Tremblay, who was an, uh, at the time, I think he was 13 or 14 when he did this. This was, of course, oh. made pre and during COVID kind of thing. So it's, it's oh, that's out, right. That's been, been out for, for it's a been done for, for a few years. Uh, Jacob Tremblay was also in the movie Wonder from a few years ago, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. Flounder, I feel like, was a, a needed character in this movie. Aquafina, comedic actress, plays uh, Scuttle. I, I didn't like Aquafina in this role at all. I didn't like Scuttle in this role okay. at all. There is an actual song called Scuttlebutt with Aquafina and wait, Scuttle Sebastian. gets a song. They do, yeah. They get a song. Oh, called Scuttle okay. <laughs> and it's basically like she's trying to report the news or whatever. And it's just it's mo- a lot of people. I'm hearing a lot of people saying this song is terrible, and I think the song is terrible. And even Aquafina has come out like, "Hey, I'm just singing what they gave me." <laughs> this is what I was told to oh, say. I mean, that's yeah. no, that's no, you know, slight to Aquafina. Um, like you just, you just got to uh, do what the movie says. Good. I mean, um, the the choreography or the cinematography of the movie is beautiful. I mean, the settings are beautiful. The, I actually saw a 3D version of it. I didn't mind it. I felt like I was watching. It's not James Cameron. Do you normally Cameron, do 3D? I don't. It was they happened to be the okay. only show available at, at night. And I go see oh, movies okay. late night. This is a 10:30 show for a two-hour and 20-minute movie. Um, so it was the only one available. So I saw 3D. I mean, James Cameron does stuff with 3D that nobody can even understand. Um, nobody could comprehend how good he is at that. So there's no comparison right. to this. Either sure. way, you feel like you're watching a screensaver because you're like, oh, the fish in the water and whatever. Uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid, I think kids will love this movie. Um, I think adults can probably watch this movie and enjoy this movie. It's safe. Mm-hmm. There's no language in this movie. There's real. There's really no real violence in this movie other than what you've seen in the original. So if your kids are okay with that, there's this. There is some suspense like to the it. Same sort Blossom of like... and Jetsam are very creepy in this movie, which, of course, they need to be. They don't yeah. speak in this movie. And so she and Ursula just end up speaking oh. to them the whole movie, which is kind of odd because she's just oh, – they odd. keep flashing flashing over to her, and she's just talking to herself the whole time, and there's Flotsam and Jetsam swimming around and such. And that that um, brings up a whole new – you know, um, and so to battle the whole like the whole idea of like this movie is woke. This movie is not woke. I think this movie is unnecessary. I didn't know why we made it other than Disney was going to get paid and they did. Um, I think this movie is doing very well at the box office. And I think because of this, they're going to continue making the live actions until they run out of films. And eventually they will turn out and probably make animated versions of the live action movies of the animated versions that they've made. That's just my guess. We'll see an animated li- <laughs> animated version of this Little Mermaid in like 10 years or something. I don't know. Um, well, I just I think. I just movie's think good. I miss the, the original. Good. I miss original storytelling a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, I do too. I do too. Yeah, and I just Elemental. Became... Elemental opens up next week, which is the Pixar's newest film. Oh, that's uh, right. I think this is a return to Pixar storytelling. I haven't seen it. The reviews okay. have been very tepid on it, so we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Pixar. I overall, um, just to mm-hmm. jump on the Pixar sidebar, I think Pixar as a whole has been a casualty of COVID. Not the studio itself. Mm-hmm. We're going to still seeing movies. Onward right, was right, out right. for a week. Onward was very popular. People were loving Onward. Out for a week. Onward was good. People forget Onward exists. I'm mean, like, nobody right. talks about Onward. Soul should have been in theaters. I kind of wish they held it. would have been gorgeous. I wish they had held the movie um, yes. for another year or two. Should have been I in agree. theaters. Wasn't. It disappeared on Disney, uh, Disney Plus. Because on a big Luca, screen, beautiful. On a big screen, would have been beautiful. beautiful. On Disney Plus. Herning Red, they kept mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Animators were very upset because you have movies getting theatrical mm-hmm. releases and their movies were only Disney Plus and they should have been theatrical. Then they came out with Lightyear, whole host of problems with that movie. That's another discussion. Um, I think they have had a real problem. I think they've had a yeah. problem with I think COVID just really blew the whole vibe. I'm looking forward to Elemental. I'm hoping they really do some fun stuff with this, mm-hmm. really give me some good Pixar storytelling. Um, the other movie I want to mention real quick as we close, um, only because this is a this is an MCU movie, even if it's not a traditional MCU film, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I didn't even know this is, was a movie. Oh, OK. So they did one a couple of years ago called Spider-Man um, Across the Spider-Verse, and it's an animated okay. film. The animation oh. is incredible. The animation oh. is so good. It's Who did honestly, the animation? It, um, I, it's Sony. 
It's Sony oh, Animation okay. working okay. with Disney because they, they both co-own Spider-Man and some of these things. Right. Okay. Um, but the first one was from 2018, and it told the story of Miles Morales, who is a, who is a black Spider-Man. And he's that way in the comics. He's kind of a Brooklyn kid, um, and he's he ends up being Spider-Man. Kind of story, the, the story told from his angle and got a whole different set of friends and everything. Um, and in the first one, he basically ends up going into the spot, which is like the multiverse. He hit the multiverse before Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange hit the multiverse, if that makes any sense. Um, and so okay. in the first one, That's... in the first one, you bring out these spider people, Spider-Man from all different realities, mm-hmm. including uh, Spider-Noir, who's like this vintage detective from like the 30s, mm-hmm. played by Nick Cage, uh, Spider-Gwen, which is Gwen Stacy. You have Spider-Ham, which is a popular character uh, from the 80s called, you know, it's, it's a pig version of Spider-Man, basically, Peter Porker, oh. which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, but it was it was so, it was like fan service okay. to have him in this movie. And then you had an actual older Spider-Man uh, who came from another dimension or whatever. So this one. At this one, at the start of the movie, Gwen and Peter, uh, uh, Peter Sounds Parker, were, were were very good friends at the beginning, at the end of, of last movie. But they went their own to, back to their own dimension. Okay. Well, they weren't sure they're going to see each other again. Well, this one um, brings up a whole new villain and a whole new set of problems and everything. A whole new set of dimensions where Spider Man gets thrust back into the multiverse, um, trying to battle a villain that he's having a hard time. And I know it's very confusing. There's a lot to this movie. If you've ever wow. seen the meme. With Charlie Day in front of the whiteboard, he's smoking a cigarette. There's like a oh, line yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I imagine the screenwriters telling the cast and the producers about. <laughs> this is how it's going to go. <laughs> Having said that, the movie unfolds beautifully, and it's very oh. understandable. Like you see what's happening, you see what's going on. They don't talk down mm-hmm. to you. They're not like, okay, so this is what's happening here. Um, but it's it's the animation. It's two hours and fifteen minutes long. The longest one of the longest animated movies ever. Oh wow, um, that's long. The movie, the animation is un is incredible, and and I don't use this word lightly. It's breathtaking. Some of the stuff they do in this movie is just unreal. Um, oh, wow. And it's 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 a very cool animation style because some of it almost has like a comic book print to it. You almost see like the little pixels, little lines mm-hmm. on the faces of the characters because it's a from comic. And a lot of times they'll show over in the corner like where they are instead of just you know instead of like Brooklyn across the screen in the corner yeah. like a comic book. It'll say back in Brooklyn, and there's one or two scenes where they mention something, and over in the corner it'll have an asterisk and it'll say that's what this is, you know, like a comic book. Um, the voice cast is fantastic. Um, uh, Haley Steinberg uh, is uh, Gwen Stacy. She's in this. The open, movie actually opens up with her for the first 15 minutes. Then it kind of dives to Miles Morales. This is such an incredible film. These two movies together have been – and a lot of people are declaring these the best Spider-Man movies you're going to find. Like this is the best Spider-Man movie. Tom Holland says the first one of these is the best Spider-Man movie out there. Um, oh, okay. Jen, I think you and Brady would actually enjoy these movies. I think you would enjoy the first one because it's just such a – well done, one animated Oscar that year, which well-deserved. Uh, this is a – a great movie it's for the i would say probably eight nine years old and up because there is a little bit of language in it not much but just okay. a little bit a few a few minor little curses here and there nothing big um there is some very tense moments and i will warn you on this movie because there is a third movie at to ending mm-hmm. the trilogy coming this movie stops like that it just goes to be continued so cliffhanger I like, mean, so just cliffhanger. Like now cliffhanger. you kind of look at your watch going okay we've been to this for two hours and ten minutes it's coming so you know what's coming <laughs> but when it stops boom it's done you're like, like it just oh. stops Oh, we just stopped. Oh, so that's how it's going to be, huh? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I saw this movie the other night and I loved it. I cannot wait to see this movie again. And just, it was such a good, good film. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I, I cannot, this is probably, 
I'm saying this and Guardians and Air, which came out a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago with the the, the mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, the Air Jordan story. Uh, probably oh, my three, fa- right, 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 my right. three favorite movies of the year: this Guardians and Air, and, and this is. This is a breathtaking okay. film. It's so beautifully done. It's so Which is interesting because I've heard a lot of people say mm-hmm. that they didn't like Guardians. Really? I've heard a lot of people, yeah, that they they did they did could, not like I it. I could see where it wouldn't be for certain tastes. I could see that. And I could see where this movie wouldn't be for certain tastes either. But you also going into this movie yeah. knowing what the first one was, you you wouldn't you should not go see this movie without seeing the first one. I think anybody who sure. you can't, uh, Fast X, you walk I, into, you're like, this movie is dumb. I'm just going to watch what it is and be done with it. It's fine. You cannot walk into this one with a right. full understanding of what's happening unless you've seen the first one. Um, unless you've seen the first one. I think yeah. people's contention with the third Guardians was that it was not as lighthearted as the first two. Because the first two, mm-hmm. I mean, I saw the first two. Right. And they, their contention was it was a different vibe. I it don't know. A different I have seen it. It so, is a different vibe. And I think you'll love Guardians as well. I think you'll love it. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say for, for me, um, Little Mermaid is good. I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't know that I'll watch it again. This one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, or Into the Spider-Verse yeah. is just, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Okay. So those yeah. are my movie reviews as we wrap up the Lovely. show. Jen, where can anybody go online to find you in the uh, in the inner space of the World Wide Webs to find all your great pictures and such? You can find me at Upon a Star Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Novotny. And um, of course, plug the travel agency because why not? Um, at Upon a Star Travel on all platforms. Yes, that's us. Of course, all the platforms. Yay. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me at Magic on a Dollar, Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. I'd love to have you come follow and engage. We talk travel all the time. And of course, find the show, the MSA Podcast on all the type places on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter and such. We don't do a lot mm-hmm. with Twitter, but we do stuff with Instagram and some on Facebook. We, we would love to talk mm-hmm. to you as well. And don't forget, email us at themsepodcast at gmail.com. We'd be happy to talk mm-hmm. to you. Send your questions in. Send your discussion, your, your talking points in. We're happy to. If you have show topics, you're like, you know what? You guys should talk about this. We're happy to do that. Send it in. We'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. So that is our show, folks. Episode 158 um, uh, for Jen, for Dave. Have a great week. And don't forget to thank... Your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the MSE Podcast, or visit our website at the MSE Podcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.